Elon Musk asked Twitter if he should move on, and Twitter spoke. Stay tuned into tomorrow coming up next. This Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. You can get 30 days of podcast hosting free by simply visiting their website at blueberry.com. That's like a blueberry without the E's. So it's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. Our 27th year, almost 28, covering consumer tech. This is Into Tomorrow from the weekend of December 23rd. Merry Christmas weekend. And, of course, coming to you from the Dexcom G6 studios, the future of diabetes management is here. Be sure to visit Dexcom.com to learn more. That's D-E-X-C-O-M.com. They've got a new version coming out. We'll tell you about that soon. Stay tuned. I am Dave Graveline. I am Chris Graveline. Ho, ho, ho. Tis the weekend. And as Hanukkah wraps up, Christmas this weekend... Uh, Kwanzaa for those who celebrate it. We've got lots of stuff going on. So happy holidays to all from all of us to all of you. Yep. Yeah. We got some tech news and commentary. And then, of course, getting to your calls. And you want to stay tuned because we're also going to share with you some of the goodies we have that we, of course, want to give you for participating. A lot of our friends and sponsors, guests of the show, others that want to contribute goodies and sending us stuff all the time to share with our audience. So we'll tell you how to participate and win stuff. The Air Force has grounded its entire B-2 Spirit fleet and will inspect each stealth bomber after one of the aircraft caught fire during an emergency landing earlier this month. Oops. How are they going to inspect them if they're stealth? Yeah, this is true. The multi-role bomber, which was first unveiled in 1989, is capable of delivering both conventional and nuclear munitions. The 20-aircraft fleet is based out of Whiteman Air Force Base in Missouri. A B-2 Spirit experienced an undisclosed in-flight malfunction. Undisclosed? (laughs) Whoa. Uh, That resulted in an emergency landing on December 10th, and thank God uh, no one was injured. Yeah. But the entire fleet now has been grounded. But again, they're stealth, so how would you know if they're grounded or not? Yeah, exactly. Well, because you don't see them in the air. Yeah. And you know that this undisclosed problem is pretty serious if they've grounded all of them. Yeah. Nice time to share that with the world. Uh Oh, good time to attack. They don't have any bombers. Yeah. Oh, boy. After conducting a poll that resulted in 57% of respondents voting for him to step down as Twitter's CEO, Elon Musk tweeted that he would do so once he finds a replacement foolish enough to do the job. Now, first of all, I'm sure that most of that 57% were just bots. Probably. And he knows it, too, which some people speculated that's why he did such a poll to, you know, get some of the bots. But okay, okay, fine, Elon, I'll take the job, I guess. Yeah, well, I remember him saying that. Well, I mean, he didn't say it to me personally, but you know, <laughs> I, I remember you know that he said when he was toying with the idea of purchasing Twitter that he had no desire to be CEO. That's true. Yeah, but he sure has cleaned up a lot of the problems and sure has dumped a lot of the Twitter files that mainstream media seems to ignore. So the plot thickens. So he said after he steps down, he'll, he said he'll just run the software and servers teams. Which is pretty much Twitter, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and but it's, by, it's his, so he can do whatever he wants. Exactly. <laughs> and I don't, he shouldn't step down at all, except the guy is also a rocket scientist and makes cars and does a, a bunch of boring tunnels stuff. Not boring like, you know, not interested. Boring as boring in the earth. He's very busy with other stuff. Now, here's the other thing. If he's running the, what is it, server and software division of Twitter, he'll step down as CEO. What CEO is going to say, no, I don't want you to do that? Yeah, exactly. Oh, really? Well, I own the place. You're fired. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, come on. He doesn't have a board to answer to or stockholders to answer to. It's private. (laughs) And he can do what he wishes. And I hope he continues to do what he wishes. I know he's got a lot of people... Certainly on the left, upset with him. But where were they when they were all complaining about, uh, well, you don't like free speech, you don't like freedom of speech, you don't... 
oh, well, now he's letting that happen, and they're all complaining about it. Mm-hmm. Isn't that a bit hypocritical? Yeah. To say the least? Hmm. Few who have tried to buy Raspberry Pi in the last year may be shocked, but Raspberry Pi's CEO has an update on the next Raspberry Pi model. It's not arriving next year. No, <laughs> nor any whipped cream with it. Uh, no. Um, in an interview, uh, Eben Upton reviews the, the supply pressures that have impacted the computer's availability. Upton says the company is positioned to set aside hundreds of thousands of units for retail customers. He notes that the companies primarily taking up the existing supply of Pi units are not gigantic companies, but mom-and-pop operations that have based their hardware products on the Pi platform and buy a few hundred Pies for their needs. He said, quote, we don't want people to get on a waiting list. We want people to wake up in the morning, want a Raspberry Pi, then get one at 9 a.m. the next morning. (laughs) Well, okay. So he's just going to continue that, but no new version of it because of that? Yeah, not not until at least after next year, I guess. Wow. But I'm glad for them that it's so popular for so many things, especially DIYers and folks that are makers and just want to create stuff. It's the perfect computer to do that. Yeah pretty neat. So Forbes magazine suggests that smart hosts can extend warm techie welcomes to your holiday gatherings by, get this, setting up guest Wi-Fi networks for all to log on and by making more charging stations available around your home. Hosts can also set up continuous holiday music throughout the house with smart speakers or perhaps some Bluetooth speakers. So Forbes thinks that you should be the perfect host for your Christmas gatherings. And that's why I don't have any of that stuff in my house. Yeah. <laughs> Although I do log on to your Wi-Fi automatically when yeah, I well, visit your house. Y'all are lucky that I'm, you know, I'm letting you come over for Christmas. And I, what? <laughs> We're lucky? Yeah. Okay, who bought the ham? Yeah, well, because you know, I mean, how many times have y'all been, I mean, I've been over to my house in the last year? The last time was probably last Christmas, right? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say like twice. Uh, and not because you all didn't want to, just because, you know, nobody's invited. Oh, boy. Bah humbug, you Chris. Know, a, a man's home is his castle and his domain. Well, why is your girlfriend there <laughs> all the time? Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> no further questions, your no, witness. No further comment. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Google is developing an AI model that can decipher difficult-to-read handwriting with a focus on notes and prescriptions written by doctors. During its annual conference in India this past Monday, the search giant announced that it was working with pharmacists on an AI-powered machine learning model that can decode messily written medical notes. Google showcased the feature during the event, demonstrating its capability to specifically detect medicines in handwritten prescription. Yeah, which is really bizarre. Yeah. Because nobody can read their doctor's handwriting, and usually you have staff write out prescriptions and all they do is scribble a signature. But now Google's working on oh, the ability to because do nobody that. can read them, so yeah. they have to make AI that can read them. I mean, I feel bad—not too bad—but I feel bad for some pharmacists who are going, "Wait, what?" <laughs> I uh, I call their office and try to figure this out because I have no idea. Yeah. Google is also reportedly exploring the use of smart bracelets and smart rings as input devices to integrate with its AR glasses. Android police reports that analysts are speculating that the wearables could have swiping, tapping, and haptic feedback capabilities. More wearables doing interesting things. Hmm. All the way into tomorrow.com. Attention! Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499. 
Hi, this is Ed Steele from Selkirk, Scotland in the United Kingdom, and I love listening to the Into Tomorrow podcast. I just want to wish all the listeners a very Merry Christmas and have a Happy New Year. Now back to Santa Dave and his elves in the Into Tomorrow workshop. Oh, well, thank you, Ed. We appreciate that. Very true. And the same to you, Ed, and from Ed and all of us at Into Tomorrow to all of you. Very happy holidays and the most joyous New Year. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline, and this portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by our podcast partner, Blueberry Podcasting. With their advanced podcast hosting plans, you also get a free WordPress site to grow your podcast. You can start your free trial at blubrry.com. And you're going to want to stay tuned to our very next segment. Uh, Miguel Cortina, an editor with Motor Trend, is going to be here. Of course, Motor Trend's been recognizing the best of the best in automotive uh, for many years. And this year's Truck of the Year announcement is no exception. Yes, it's the Truck of the Year. And some may be surprised. So you want to stay tuned. We'll have that interview coming up in just a few moments. Do you, what? I was going to say, we do love our trucks here in America. I saw a story this past weekend on uh, CBS Sunday Morning how three of the top five selling vehicles in the U.S. right now are pickup trucks. Really? Yes. I would. I did not realize that. Wow. Or SUVs, I would have thought, would have yeah. been up there. But pickup trucks, pickup three trucks. of the top five. We, we love a good pickup. Yeah, we do, don't we? And a good pickup line. Uh, yeah. Do you like to shop with Wally World? No. Even in your PJs? Yeah. Well, Walmart, uh, Walmart, Walmart <laughs> is rolling out its text-to-shop feature to all U.S. locations after introducing it in a beta test in March. Shoppers can add items to their cart via text and type in reorder to access frequently ordered items before checking out on the Walmart app, or you can check out via text. What could possibly go wrong? I know. <laughs> That's going to be interesting. I keep meaning to try to use the Walmart app as I'm shopping. I've tried, and I've also tried, you know, said I'm going to do that with BJ's because BJ's allows you to shop with their app. And apparently you just, you add things as you're, as you're shopping. You scan your items in with the app and you can pay for it while they're in the app without even having to go to the checkout line. Really? And I keep meaning to try that. But, but of course, every time I'm there, I forget. What happens when you're leaving the store and they want to well, see you your you have receipt. to show them your phone and then they take their little Sharpie and they sign and your phone. They and, sign your yeah. phone. <laughs> oh, God, very good. Who can resist? a cute and furry friend. That's what Chris's girlfriend says about him. Especially after hearing all the good they can do for us. Well, with this week's Into Tomorrow wellness tip brought to you by Human Touch, here's Victoria Ladock. Thanks, Dave. Pets might take some work, but they do plenty of good for our well-being. Here are some of the benefits of being a pet owner. Feel a sense of purpose by caring for your pet. This will help prevent feelings of loneliness and depression. Stay active as you walk and play with your furry companions. This daily activity can help reduce high blood pressure. Pets can help us keep socially connected with their routines. Get to know your neighbors on walks or meet up with other pet owners at the park. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Victoria Ladock. Back to you, Dave. Well, thank you, Victoria. You should have seen Chris's face when Victoria said, get to know your neighbors. Well, I would get to what? know my neighbors. I know. Don't you like one was, neighbor next door? Well, yeah, but it, was, you know, it wasn't until Hurricane uh, Irma, after I had lived there for six years, before I finally met them. <laughs> you are the and that was, ultimate antisocial. And that was only because my tree was on their car. <laughs> and my other neighbor's tree was on my car. <laughs> So, you, but you didn't get to know that neighbor as well? No, oh. I just cut their tree off my car and went on my way. <laughs> <laughs> Threw it over into their yard. Yeah, gotcha. The Into Tomorrow Wellness Tip is brought to you every week by Human Touch. Change the way you experience wellness. Find out how at humantouch.com. You'll be surprised. A lot of very cool stuff to help you with your wellness at humantouch.com. Steve in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Welcome into tomorrow. Hi, Cameron, Chris, Dave. <laughs> Dave, did you make it in? Yes. Or did you fake another sickness like COVID? Oh. Get a couple days off. Ooh. We know you. <laughs> hey, my question is on TikTok. Uh, me and my roommate debate this every day. I understand TikTok is owned by a Chinese company. Their profits go to the Chinese government. But doesn't everything we order from China go to their government in some way so why is it any worse than any of the other social media out there just wanted to get you guys thought on that steve i think that's a very good question the profits going to the chinese government is not the problem it's the data 
going to the Chinese government. Social media allows governments to easily build a profile on any individual user and to then class those profiles into groups that can be influenced in some very specific ways. Yeah, social media has been used to influence opinion very often in the past. I mean, just look at the last uh, presidential election. Yeah. That's all we're going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, now, and putting that capacity to influence very large portions of the population in the hands of a geopolitical adversary is a problem. Uh, social media also allows governments to easily build graphs connecting users. So a government can see who is likely to be working with whom or who likely shares similar views. Those are tools that are problematic in anyone's hands, but even more so to an authoritarian government's hands. Yeah, no social media is good. You hear me referring to them as anti-social media all the time. At best, their data harvesters are there to just push ads. Avoid them all if you can. And yeah, I also have a TikTok account. I usually like to scroll through and watch the little comedian clips, get a kick out of some of those, and I do that Late at night helps me unwind, right? I like to LOL or lol. But I make sure I don't put data. I mean, I'll put something for the show on there occasionally. You know, we're very public. But, yeah, you got to keep in mind, Steve, that it isn't the money. Yeah, a lot of our money goes to the Chinese government one way or the other, especially if you buy Apple products. However, it's the data And it wouldn't surprise me, since Apple products are built in China, that there's something in there, too. Now, I'm not trying to speculate, but you got to think in terms of who's building things and where they're going and what they may be doing. And in the case of an app, it's so easy to just access other info on your phone, whether you know it or not, of course. So I hope that helps clarify that a bit. Yeah, in fact, you know, speaking of things in the hands of, of, of our adversaries and talking about, you know, along those lines, uh, Reuters has found that thousands of smartphone apps in Apple and Google's online stores contain computer code developed by technology company Pushwush. Pushwush? Now, now, right. Now, they present themselves as being based in the U.S., but it's actually Russian. Oh, great. Which, is, of course, is our other main adversary. Yeah. Uh, the Centers for uh. Disease Control and Prevention, or CDC, said that it has dece- has been deceived into believing Pushwish was based in the U.S. capital. After learning about its Russian roots from Reuters, it removed Pushwish software from seven public-facing apps, citing security concerns. The U.S. Army said that it had removed an app containing Pushwish code in March because of the same concerns. That app was used by soldiers at one of the country's main combat training bases. Oh, that's not encouraging. So, so we see how easy it is oh. for all this data to get to where it's not supposed to be. Yep. So, and that's why there's already, what, seven or eight governors of states in the U.S. that have banned TikTok. Uh, The U.S. government is considering banning it altogether for any federal office or agency. And there are reasons for that. It's because the data push whooshes to the Chinese communist yeah, government. Well, you know, and I read recently about some college, I forget which college, where, but apparently they've banned it on faculty and students' personal devices, uh-huh. which I can sort of understand if it's their personal device while, you're, while they're connected to the school's network. But, yeah. you know, that's kind of pushing, I think, the line, in my opinion, you know, telling them, oh, no, that's your own phone, but you cannot have this app on it, you know. Well, if they can somehow keep it from their network, Fine. Which, which is very easy to do. All they yeah. need is their IT people to go into their network and say, and okay, don't allow, don't these, allow these domains right. to access the, net, the internet through our network. True. What do you think? 800-899-INTO or use our app, Very Safe app, by the way. Be sure and search those two words in your favorite app store, Into Tomorrow, or click on the Ask Dave microphone at intotomorrow.com. How would you like to win a free on-hold message for your business? It's a $195 value and Advanced Productions is giving three of them away. Sounds cool, right? And there's no purchase necessary. Just visit onholdaudio.net for details. As part of our commitment to celebrating the holiday season with fellow small businesses across the U.S., On Hold Audio by Advanced Productions is getting into the spirit of sharing. And we're giving away three custom on-hold messages this December. Each custom on-hold production will include everything you need to keep your callers engaged while they wait on hold. It's easy to enter. Just visit onholdaudio.net. Give your business the best gift this holiday. Tap into this free on-hold message giveaway. 
We'll announce the winners on January 3rd, 2022, but don't wait till the last minute. For details on how your business can win, visit us at onholdaudio.net. Sending voice messages instead of typing can save you a lot of time. But listening through those five or 10 minute monologues from your friends is time consuming and often just not possible. Imagine being in a meeting, lecture, or any loud and crowded environment. Textify is an app for iPhone that converts those annoying voice messages into easily readable text at the touch of a button. Get Textify now from the App Store. Welcome back into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. Now our 27th year covering the latest in consumer tech. And of course, that includes everything from cool products and services, gadgets and gizmos, websites and apps, all sorts of things available today and into tomorrow. We appreciate you tuning in. We appreciate you even more when you call in, when you participate on the program because you win fabulous prizes and that's all you need to do is be heard on the show. Ask a question, make a comment, help another listener with perhaps adding to one of our answers, share some tech rage, whatever the case. And there's three quick and easy ways to participate. You can pick your favorite. The old-fashioned way still works. You can call toll-free from anywhere in North America anytime, 24-7, 800-899-INTO. That's 800 94686 anytime as I mentioned or you can use the free Into Tomorrow app we much prefer that and hit that message to studio button it sounds like you're sitting right here in the studio with us and just search those two words in your favorite app store Into Tomorrow snag the app give us five stars if you'd like and a little rating oh we'd love that but either way just participate or you can visit our website on any device with a browser and a microphone and click on the ask dave microphone and that's at intotomorrow.com also anytime as the leading industry resource motor trend has been recognizing the best of the best in automotive since 1949 and this year's Truck of the Year announcement is no exception. Here to tell us more is the editor with Motor Trend, Miguel Cortina. Miguel, welcome into tomorrow. How are you? Hey, Dave. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here with you. It's a pleasure. Last year, I know the top three best-selling vehicles in the U.S. were all trucks. Was that a surprise? Well, it's been like that for a number of years now. Um, and uh, not really a surprise, but what is surprising is to see more and more um uh, uh, different powertrains, if you will, join those ranks, right? So uh, the F-Series has been the best-selling vehicle in America for 45 years. Then uh, right under that is ra the Ram, the Ram uh, 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 truck, and under that is all, all of the Chevy's truck, uh, uh, the Silverado. So uh, we've seen that for a number of years now. Uh, Americans love their trucks, like you said, yeah. and you know we see more and more of those on the streets every, every year. Well, then now we've got to get to what you guys determined at Motor Trend is the 2023 truck of the year, and why was it chosen? Yeah, so Motor Trend's 2023 truck of the year award goes to the electric Ford F-150 Lightning. Oh. Uh, the Lightning, it is, it's, it's fast, it's quiet, and it is smooth. It's probably the smoothest F-150 out there. Um, it, it's also, it drives better. It, it drives fantastic, uh, uh, better than any other gas truck. Uh, it is, like I said, super fast, super quick. Uh, whether you have cargo or it's unloaded, it is fantastic to drive. Uh, and, you know, without a doubt, it is the best truck that Ford has ever made. And if that feels like a bold statement, well, let me tell you that uh, the F-150 Lightning is the first EV truck to be chosen unanimously by our judges for truck of the year. So you, unanimously it's a great win for, for Ford. And, uh, you know, uh, 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 like you said earlier, it's, 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 you know, great for the, for the truck industry to see another, another powertrain join the ranks of uh, already popular models. Yeah, true. Now, Miguel was driving the, uh, the, the vote, do you think? The whole point of the fact that uh, a lot of uh, people in the industry are driving electric vehicles and therefore it was like time to really showcase one like this? Uh, well, I think really what, what, what turned uh, uh, a lot of attention here 
was the fact that the F-150 Lightning can do all of the things that a gas-powered F-150 can do, right? Yeah. Except it's just electric. So And, and, uh, and, and except go as far as a gas-powered vehicle without having to stop frequently and charge, right? Uh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but even then, you have up to 320 miles of range, which is uh -huh. uh, the, you know, the, the, the most range by any truck out there today in the market. So okay. uh, that, that, is, that is fantastic. Uh, and, and, you know, honestly, anything over 300 miles of range uh, for a lot of people is more than what they need uh, uh, every day. So, yeah, and pretty much uh, or, 300 miles, you need to, if you're running a gas-powered vehicle, you need to gas up anyway, fill the tank. So <laughs> Correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so yeah. So, and then in terms of what uh, the truck can do, you know, it can do truck things like towing 10,000 pounds. And then as far as payload capacity is 2,000 pounds. So, hmm. you know, those numbers are, are great from, uh, you know, just being a truck, right? Doesn't matter if it's electric or gas. So that's really what what really uh, made uh, our award uh, go to, towards the F-150 Lightning. The 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 driving, I mean, yeah, it's great. It has 580 horsepower, 775 pound-feet of torque. Wow. Uh, it is very fast. It's uh, it's zero to sixty in less than uh, four seconds. So. Um, you know, and like I said earlier, it's smooth, it's fast, it's quiet, uh, and so it, it is. It is a great truck. It sounds like you've listed Miguel a lot of your favorite features of this particular vehicle. Yes, yeah, 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 and there's more. You know, because this is an electric vehicle, you have a, a, a four, four disabled to to do some engineering behind it, and actually, um, uh, you can use it. You can use a truck as a backup generator when you lose power. Um, so you can power your house for multiple days. You can power tools at a job site if you want also. Uh, and then the other cool thing is that because there's no engine, uh, underneath the hood, you have a massive storage space, a frunk, what we call. It is a 14 <laughs> a, point a frunk. <laughs> I like frunk. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a front trunk. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, and that that has a 14.1 cubic feet of storage, so that's big enough to put two sets of golf clubs, uh, all of the grocery store bags, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, or uh, that's that's obviously lockable, uh, uh, hidden from plain view, and it is very easy to access. So that's another cool feature that I like about the truck. W would you consider this a, a kind of a historic moment in the truck segment? Yes, absolutely. You know, with, with competition uh, being fierce, with with uh, uh, trucks, the most popular players in the industry becoming electric, we're definitely at a point where where that's that's where we're headed, right? And the fact that that trucks, the number one uh, selling vehicle in the country, is becoming electric, uh, then that tells you something. Uh, now, also the other thing is that the F one fifty Lightning starts at just above fifty thousand dollars, and so uh, that that is a that's a big effort by by Ford to make. Uh, the the F one fifty Lightning affordable and uh, and uh, uh, accessible to many consumers out there. So if you're you know switch, trying to switch or thinking about switching to to a, an EV truck, the Lightning is definitely one that that's uh, uh, great to to consider. Boy, I, I still can't help but think uh, a lot of our listeners are going fifty thousand is affordable. You know, <laughs> depending on what you can budget for. Yeah, it's a lot better than the typical sixty thousand plus for a lot of other electric vehicles and this one does as you've pointed out so much exactly yeah 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 uh, 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 and I, I know yes uh, uh, that 50,000 is you know not not affordable for a lot of people but but you know also we have to consider that uh, there's there are not many electric trucks in the market out there right so with with uh, uh, competition not being as fierce uh, right now that's why we have uh, you know, higher prices, if you will, and also the technology—it's uh, not there yet, right? Uh, we we still need more more consumers to get into EVs. We need prices of EVs to come down. We need more automakers to participate in the space. And once we have that, then we're going to see prices come down dramatically. So we also, you know, have to get over this uh, chip shortage that we have yeah. uh, uh, that we have had for the past couple of years. So once we get through all of that, I think we're going to see. Prices come down drastically, and that's going to help the mass adoption of EVs. And and I'm wondering, with a big truck bed, 
at some point, can you put maybe extra batteries if you do have to travel a longer distance? I mean, is that something that has been discussed either with Motor Trend or any of the vehicle manufacturers? Uh, I mean, right, right now, like the, the battery is it's underneath the, the, the uh, like under under the the, the vehicle, right? So, right. Um, uh, if if and the, the cool thing about it is that you cannot see it. Uh, now, if you put it in the bed, then you're obviously going to see it. And then also you're going to take away that space from, from oh, sure, uh, sure. being utilized. Yeah, but so, I mean, if you're, lo- if you're worried about distance, you know, I'm just thinking in terms of like solar power and spare battery storage and, you know, things like that, that I don't know, maybe somebody's going to come up with. And if you need it, you've got this capability. Yeah, of course, it'll take away some truck bed space, obviously. But uh, I, I just wonder if that might be something that a typical talk show host makes a dumb question uh, into something that might turn into reality. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, to be honest with you, I don't know either. But uh, uh, there's probably something, someone out there that's already thinking about that. Well, there, well. You, there you go. So I might not be the only one that's got a, a weird uh, sense of humor there. Where can <laughs> folks go for more info, Miguel? Yeah, on motortrend.com, we have all of the information on the Ford F-150 Lightning Motor Trends 2023 Truck of the Year. Um, and we have all the information there on, on the F-150 and also on the other trucks that, are, that participated in the program. Excellent. Well, we thank you for spending a few minutes with us. Cool stuff. I mean, you're almost convincing me to get a truck. I'm, I'm happy with an SUV, gas-powered, mind you. Um, but I can see these kinds of things. And, and as prices come down, because now competition says, oh, we've got to compete with Lightning, especially since it's Motor Trends Car of the Year or Truck of the Year, you know, we've got to come down and become more competitive. So who knows? Stay tuned into tomorrow. Miguel Cortina, editor with Motor Trend. You want to visit MotorTrend.com. We'll get you there, of course, when you visit us at IntoTomorrow.com. Miguel, thanks again so much. Thank you so much, Dave. It's great talking to you. My pleasure. Into Tomorrow continues by all means. I'm Dave Graveline. Stay tuned right here on the Advanced Media Network. For over 40 years, On Hold Audio by Advanced Productions has been providing quality, affordable On Hold messages to businesses around the world. And now we're giving them away. As part of our commitment to celebrating the holiday season with fellow small businesses across the U.S., we're giving away free On Hold messages to three lucky businesses this December. Each custom On Hold production will include everything you need to keep your callers engaged while they wait on hold. For details on how your business can win, visit us at onholdaudio.net. In today's connected world, high-speed internet is a necessity. Luckily, where you live no longer means missing out on a fast connection. Do what we did and get HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite internet. HughesNet Gen 5 delivers the speed you need where you live. Own a business? HughesNet has plans for you too. Text RADIO to 35000 for offers in your area. That's RADIO to 35000. HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available where you live and work. Sending voice messages instead of typing can save you a lot of time. But listening through those five or 10 minute monologues from your friends is time consuming and often just not possible. Imagine being in a meeting, lecture, or any loud and crowded environment. Textify is an app for iPhone that converts those annoying voice messages into easily readable text at the touch of a button. Get Textify now from the App Store. Hi everyone, this is Josephine, a big fan of Into Tomorrow's from Germany, Nürnberg to be exact. And I'm wishing you all a very, very Merry Christmas und natürlich fröhliche Weihnachten. And uh, now back to you, Dave. Oh, wow. Is that okay to say on the radio? I, I think. I hope so, because she just did. She just did. <laughs> and Josephine, what a delight. And, and nice to look at, too. So Merry Christmas in English, in German, in whatever you'd like. And a very happy holiday to everyone from not only Josephine, but from all of us at Into Tomorrow to all of you. Thank you for tuning into Tomorrow. I am Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of the show is brought to you by HughesNet. Enjoy more of everything the internet has to offer. Text RADIO to 35000 if you'd like more info. Again, text the word RADIO to 35000. You know, we're lucky here in Miami for many reasons. I mean, this time of year, this Christmas weekend, uh, we're, we're chilly, 
I mean, it dropped into the 60s. I know, we haven't had a 60-degree Christmas morning in years. That's true. I want to say last year it was like 85. I, I believe so. We were the envy of everyone. I think we still are, even yeah. in the 60s. <laughs> but the fact is that elsewhere in the country, they, they wish, they dream of the 60s. I, know, I actually had to put on a long sleeve shirt. No. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Well, but in addition to being lucky here in Miami because of our normally very warm weather, love the cool weather for a change, Uber Eats is making deliveries to some Miami customers using six-wheeled sidewalk robots oh. from artificial intelligence company Cartkin. The robots have commonly been used on college campuses, but the food delivery service is aiming to expand the service to more parts of our fine city of Miami and new other markets next year. So far, it's not in our area here in Miami, though. It's only in an area known as Dadeland, which you're familiar with. That's like way down there. It's way down <laughs> there. It's not quite South Dade, but it's getting there. Yeah. However... Um, maybe we'll get it in our Miami Lakes area and so forth. Well, that'd be kind of neat. Uh -huh. I'd have to order Uber Eats that I don't normally use just to have a robot delivered to me yeah. See, I and can't... hopefully not get run over on the way. <laughs> See, I can't order Uber Eats anyway because for some reason their, their GPS always brings them to the, the cluster mailbox that's over by the pool in my community. Yeah, instead of to your house. <laughs> right. And every time they've called me to tell me that they can't find my house, I don't know that they're telling me that they can't find my house because none of them speak English. <laughs> so oh I remember telling God. the last one in, you know, that was speaking in really broken English. I tried my broken Spanish to say, uh, Esperate, uh, wait, I come to you. And I, I had to drive to the pool to get my food. And they had thrown it in the pool? Uh, no. no but and I've noticed that even when I use Waze to get home, it always takes me to my pool. I was like, no, I don't want to go swimming right now. I want to go home. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Chris and his problems. Jump aboard the time machine. You got mail. Time to head into yesterday with This Week in Tech History. History, 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 history. Here's Chris. Here's Chris. The... Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> This week, back in 1879, Thomas Edison delighted Dave Graveline and an audience in it, Menlo Park, New Jersey. What year? 1879. Oh, yeah. I remember it well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when he gave his first demonstration uh, publicly of incandescent lighting. In, 19, in 1949, KC2XAK of Bridgeport, Connecticut, became the first UHF television station to begin operating on a regular daily schedule. UHF stations, for those of us old enough to remember, uh, broadcast from where VHF stations left off, channels 14 through 83. In 1982 this week, the man of the year in Time magazine was... Oh, thank you. Uh, no, for oh. the first time, a non-human. So yeah, it could have been you. Oh. Uh, a computer received the honors as 1982's greatest influence for good or evil. I think it's been mostly used for evil since then. Yeah, I think so. Oh, they have the internet on computers now. In 1983 this week, the ARPANET officially changed to using the Internet Protocol, effectively creating the Internet as we know it. Nerd alert! And this week in 2002, the world's first commercial magnetic levitation train performed flawlessly on its maiden journey in China. But, excuse me? It, that's not what it uses to levitate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it uses magnets. Oh. Yeah. I'm so happy! The German-built high-tech marvel hit 260 miles per hour between Shanghai's financial district and the Pudong Airport. Ooh! Can you say that on the radio? Oh, my. Pudong? Yeah, yeah. you did. Okay. Must be all right. Yeah. I've been there. That's our look back at this week in tech history. 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 Neil in Virginia Beach, which also happens to be in Virginia. Go figure. I know. Welcome into tomorrow, Neil. What is a good input to plug a soundbar into the EARC audio return input or just a regular HDMI input? Just curious what the differences are between those two things and if one's better over the other. Wow, I, I feel compelled to answer. It kinda, he kind of reminds me of, of all those ASMR videos you see on TikTok. Yeah. yeah. Cameron's into ASMR, <laughs> frequently talking about those kinds of things. It's very calming. Is it? Yes. So he's not drunk or something? No, he's just, he's very calming. He's just mellow. Yes. Okay. Thank you for bringing and making us calm, Neil. Yeah. Now I can't go on with the show. I'm too calm. No. Well, get with it. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> Neil, I mean, Neil, you, you probably won't notice the difference, but eARC should be the better option. Traditionally, HDMI audio went through an ARC channel, 
ARC being just audio return channel. E-ARC stands for, you ready? Enhanced Audio Return Channel. And it's the next generation replacement for ARC. Now, you may notice a difference in that E-ARC allows uncompressed 5.1 and 7.1 audio, but it also requires an HDMI with Ethernet cable to achieve its full functionality. And the best way to describe what the ARC, you know, one of the features the ARC does is if you have a, let's say you have a TV and a, and a sound bar, the E-ARC will turn the other one on when the when one of them is on, if that makes any sense. So you can, oh. you know, once you turn the TV on, it'll then also send the signal to turn the sound bar on and vice versa. Okay. So that's one of the and, main features of the ARC. And that's handy. handy. Yeah. Now, E-ARC will fall back to ARC if it has to. So there's no harm in at least trying for the newer standard and letting it revert to the older one if it needs to. Um, as always, everything will play a part. The media, the hardware, the cable, and your ears. So so you may not notice the difference, but why not try for the better one anyway to see if you do? Yeah, and it's better, newer technology. Whether you notice it or not, it's still bringing you into tomorrow.com. I can't let diabetes get in my way. So here's what I do. I wear the Dexcom G6. It continuously sends my glucose numbers to my phone. And the arrow shows me where I'm headed and how fast, without finger sticks or scanning, making it much easier to keep my glucose in range. The more time I spend in range, the better I feel, and the more I can cross off my list. Don't let diabetes get in your way. Check out Dexcom.com slash in range. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G6 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. How would you like to feel your best every day? For over 40 years, Human Touch has designed high-performance massage chairs, ergonomic zero-gravity recliners, and targeted massage products that not only rejuvenate the mind and body, but have helped owners perform, sleep, and live better. Sitting in a Human Touch massage chair is the perfect way to unwind, relieve pain, or recover from a hard workout. And it's all from the comfort of your own home 24-7. Anytime you need to relax sore muscles, de-stress, or even just take a moment for yourself. Human Touch works with medical practitioners, world-class athletes, and award-winning design teams to provide therapeutic benefits daily, but also offer an aesthetic appeal that captivates the eye and enhances any space. Ready to learn more? Visit humantouch.com. Human Touch. Your best every day. Hey, it's Cam. This holiday season, don't forget what it's really about. Peace on Earth, quality time of family, and Christmas cookies. Eh, who am I kidding? It's all about the toys. Oh, and of course, baby Jesus. So, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from all of us at Into Tomorrow. Now, back to the guys. Well, thank you, Cameron. Very true. Don't forget the reason for the season. That's right. Whatever it is the you eggnog. celebrate. The eggnog. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, come on. I'm going to smack you. But happy holidays. Merry Christmas weekend. And, of course, we wish you all the best. Whatever it is that you may celebrate. And, of course, we hope that you stay with us into tomorrow. Yes, and I remembered the reason this year. I actually went to Midnight Mass for the first time in, like, 12 years. Wow. What time is Midnight Mass? Um, it was actually 11 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. I remember. I said, they can't say Midnight Mass is at 11. The doors open at 11. Well, I was, very, no, but it I was, was 11. I was very pleased when, when I saw that it was 11 o'clock. I said, oh, thank God I'll get to bed an hour earlier. And you did, thank God. <laughs> yes, I did. It worked. That's why I was there. <laughs> it worked out quite well. Wow. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by StreamGuys, streaming media solutions for the smartest businesses on the internet. Visit StreamGuys.com. You know, smart TVs are poised to make headlines in Lost Wages Nevada next month, where companies like Sony, Samsung, and LG, among others, will unveil their latest innovations. Roll-up screens, 100-inch-plus micro-LEDs, and wireless OLED TVs are among the smart home tech that will be on display at the event. And we will be there, bringing you at least... The next month's worth of coverage on Into Tomorrow. We've already got, gosh, I don't know, 45-some-odd guests lined up. 
with new stuff that they're going to be showing. I, I, I opened our uh, recording schedule over the other day, and I'm like, um, we don't have any space left for I interviews. <laughs> I know. What the heck happened here? This Vegas <laughs> coverage might go into February. Yeah. Not we a might, problem. We might be covering this show until we're doing the next show in Berlin. <laughs> wow. Well, that would be until September, so yeah. that, that's too much. Yeah, we've got to get back to our regular shows at some point or other. Are we ever really regular? Well, I, I was one day last week <laughs> oh, after some medication, but it worked out. <laughs> Hearing aids can be life-changing, but do you really need to spend thousands of dollars when you might already own the solution for mild to moderate hearing loss? With this week's Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute, here's Alfred Poor. Thanks, Dave. The FDA recently allowed hearing aids and other devices to help with hearing loss to be sold over-the-counter in drugstores and other retail outlets. But new research shows that you might already have all that you need to help with mild to moderate hearing loss. The fact is that consumer earbuds already have impressive sound processing technology, even without special applications. Researchers tested standard Apple AirPod and AirPod Pro earbuds, measuring their performance against the ANSI CTA 2051 performance requirements, and compared them with dedicated hearing aids. The results showed that the AirPod Pro earbuds performed better than the standard AirPods, meeting four out of the five requirements. Except for when background noise came from in front of the user, they worked just about as well as the hearing aids. So if you have mild to moderate hearing loss, you might want to try your earbuds as a starting point. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Alfred Poor. Back to you, Dave. Well, thank you, Alfred. And he's absolutely correct. Your earbuds might not be a bad thing to try and you already have them save some money huh yeah be sure to sign up for alfred's health tech insider free weekly newsletter at healthtechinsider.com you may have heard the washington post is going to execute a round of layoffs early next year publisher fred ryan told employees at a town hall meeting with his staff last week and then ran out of the room i guess they were getting too hostile the publisher walked out of the meeting after dozens of his employees dared to raise their hands and tried to pepper him with questions. Gee, why wasn't the owner, Jeff Bozos, even there huh. dealing with it? He's run away from it altogether. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you know, I pay them to make those decisions. Yeah, but you own the thing. Mm-hmm. And you're still going to lay off a whole bunch of folks. But then again, I ask, it's a newspaper. Who reads a newspaper anymore? Nobody. No. Facebook's parent company Meta is warning people to be cautious when accepting friend requests on the platform. In a report released this week, Meta said that it has seen a rise in fake profile photos generated by artificial intelligence. Oh. Meta also said they have reported to Congress that they have removed millions of violating posts and accounts daily. The company also said, for what it's worth, that they have invested billions of dollars in safety and security teams. BS. Yeah. (laughs) Patrick in Tyler, Texas. Welcome into tomorrow. Living in Texas, I drive a lot for my work. And it seems like every small town has their radar trap and police set up catching speeders. I was wondering if you could go over the latest radar guns that the police use and how they work and also the best radar detectors out on the market and uh, pricing for them. Thanks a lot, Dave. Well, Patrick, radar guns pretty much work the same way they always have. They send out a beam of radio frequency energy, and they rely on the Doppler effect to figure out the speed of the car, reflecting that beam of energy back relative to the speed of the gun. So if the radar gun is stationary, let's say, there's nothing to account for. If the police car is moving, the system has to account for the speed of the police car. It's pretty old, pretty simple technology overall. As far as best detectors go, that's relative these days. But there are many capable detectors these days available. Yeah, the Valentine 1 Gen 2 will tell you there's a radar around and will try to locate it for you and tell you if it's coming from ahead, from behind, or from one of the sides. Now, that can be helpful to figure out if the signal it's picking up is anything to worry about or just the automatic doors from a store by the side of the road. Uh, the Valentine 1 retails for around 500 bucks. 
Yeah, now the Escort 360C, which I do have in my car, is more expensive at $800, but besides more user-friendly features, like a novice mode with simple advice like slow down, it tries to defeat radar detector detectors that aim to make it harder for your detector to be able to tell your speed is being measured. Of course, until it's too late and potentially fine you if you're in an area where radar detectors are illegal. So be careful about that. Now, for a totally different option, you can try Waze. This is a free app in which users report speed traps and other road hazards. I actually use this app on almost a daily basis. It won't cost you anything, and it may save you some money. But if you're the first person to encounter the speed trap, it can do nothing to warn you about it. Yeah. And, of course, laser is a whole other thing. If, if the police are using laser, and I mostly used radar when I was a police officer, laser was just coming in. Now it's a lot more prevalent. If they're using laser, too late, they got you. Yeah, if you have a laser detector and it goes off, just start pulling off to the side of the road. Yeah, you're better <laughs> off. You don't want to get in a chase or anything else. But yeah, because laser is pinpoint accuracy and it's only to your vehicle. And yeah, my radar detector will also detect laser. But if my laser goes off, it's because they're pointed right at me. And that's when I just smile and pull over. Yeah. And hope that... And pull out your retired badge. Yeah. yeah. So, and, <laughs> please, would you write up a fellow brother of the law? <laughs> it depends on who's pulling me over. Yeah. Yeah, also true. So, Patrick, I hope that helps you out a little bit. If we've got some other input from our audience, we'd love to hear from you. 800-899-INTO-MORE-WAYS. And for you to sign up for our tech newsletter at intotomorrow.com. Merry Christmas! Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7, use our free Into Tomorrow app, available in your app store, or call 1-800-899-INTO. That's 1-800-899-4686. Be sure to visit our website anytime to read our show notes and watch our ITTV videos at intotomorrow.com. And join us next week as we bring you further Into Tomorrow. Stream Guys Streaming Media Services is proud to sponsor Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. Delivering audio and video to the web since 2000, Stream Guys is the affordable, reliable, and scalable choice for today's demanding media delivery needs. Stream to iPhones, mobile devices, and PCs all from the same platform. Stream in Windows Media, QuickTime, and the ubiquitous Flash using our full-featured, low-cost Wowza Flash servers. Increase your ROI with our subscription system and pre-roll ad services and turn your content into cash. Stream Guys, offering professional streaming media services for the smartest businesses on the internet. Learn more at www.streamguys.com.